text 51551. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Okay, so we've moved over to Studio 8 uh, with the one and only Marty Pello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Right back at you, Ray. How are you doing? Good to see you. So Thanks. March 10th, Sunday night. Yes. You're in the Three Arena with the RT Concert Orchestra for uh-huh. Popped In, Sold Out. Uh-huh. And to use um, a football term it's a, a game of two halves is it the that's concert? exactly yeah. right yeah. you know it's exactly right you know uh, the first half of the show is popped in sold out in its entirety and and, and the way that we recorded it in chronological order uh, you know that's the way i wanted to do it i saw david gray and sparks had done uh you know an album from start to finish white letter he did yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah. and i thought to myself that's a great idea and i only wanted to do a one-off show at the palladium and we were going to do it uh, we've done it with the royal philharmonic orchestra and uh Fantastic. The reception to it was incredible. And it was so much so that uh, my friend in Scotland phoned me up and said, listen, if you don't bring that song, uh, that show to Scotland, don't bother coming back. <laughs> and uh, so uh, we went up there and it was like another sold out show. The reception to it was brilliant. We decided to go on tour. Yeah. So the first half is popped in, sold out, running in chronological order. Then we stopped for a little bit and then we come back on again and it's just all the number one songs and all the hits that I've had throughout my entire career. It's, I wanted a no-brainer night. I right. wanted a, 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 a night that, that was all about entertainment, you know, rather than educating within that. Because I wanted to deal with the, the full gambit of, uh, 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 of the body I worked through my entire life, the songs that I love with, yeah. that, that I've loved with and loved, and uh, uh, that people enjoy. Yeah. 1986, was that the, yeah, that that, was the start? Right? That was the start of... Uh, so you're, you're, you're uh, touching 40 years. Aye, 40 <laughs> years, you know, and a real job would kill me, Ray. The you witch? Know, a real job would kill me. <laughs> Do you know, and the, and the thing is, is that the, the beauty of doing Pop Tin Sold Out today is that I've reconnected with, with songs that I wrote as a, 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 as a 15, 16-year-old. Now I'm looking at it through the eyes, the closer side to 60. And I look at the body I want and I interact with it in a different way. Yeah. Because, you know, there's, there's lyrics in the, uh, that, live in, that live in that album that resonate more with me now than they did then. Whether or not it's just because I've done a wee bit more living in life, Ray, that you start to look deeper into the, the yeah, subject matter. It's all because we were talking recently about when you're a teenager and how you live your life through the lyrics of your favourite songs. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. And I think that... Uh, uh, with the with an album as uh, 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 like popped in sold out, people have been investing their time in that for nearly forty years, right? <laughs> so they might have been f- first switched onto it as a teenager, and now the the, the now that the uh, the the passage of time has happened with the album, that and they go back to it in good times, happy times, sad times. You know, it's been there, it's been constant on the record player or the CD player through their entire life as it has been for me. Yeah. Do you, you know, listen so, do you listen back to your own well, stuff? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> uh, uh, once I record an album, I never listen to it again. I never. Uh, and then I'll be quietly surprised when I hear it on radio. I'll hear the song back and I'll go, okay, there it's there. Because it's about a snapshot of my uh, of a body I work in a particular time in my life. Hold on, Marty Pello. So you're telling me yeah. that never in your life have you taken out Popped in, sold out on vinyl or aye, CD, aye. and and put and, it. No. Well, not not in the way that you would do. I, I think I'm going to listen to some music. But weird. See, I'm like, all right, we're, you can run in my house, right? Yes. You say, what we listen to? Me. <laughs> no, that would just be weird, right? That's no, not. It's, it's kind of no. I mean, it's kind of. But you'd be like, oh, come on, what else you got, Mary? And then I, oh, did I ever play you one of my? I might I insist. Like, come on. If you invited me around to your house, I might insist. Aye, put it on Ray, and sing along Ray, to Angel Eyes. I want on. to hear you singing it. Yeah. You invite me around your house, me and you, me, you and the boy are doing 
We're yeah. going to do. We're, we're going to do the Queen song about you, well, didn't we? Like, but we know another one bites the dust. We know another one bites. So we're there. We're there. We're there for a sing song. Al Commons, Al, because we need a guitar player. We're all there. But that's the thing about you know pop tin sold out for me. You know, it's just. I, re I reconnected with Wait that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and that's the that's been the revelation. And in reconnecting, yeah. Uh, which song did you find most difficult to reconnect with? Was Was there any song that maybe the lyrics are so in your past that you're going? Oh. Well, I think I think what it is is uh, uh, songwriting is about imagination, uh, and 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 for me, it's about what 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 I can get out for it, but most importantly, what I can connect with. So whether I know it's the, mel the melodic structure of the song or, or, or uh, that, I, that I'm enjoying again or is it a particular lyric, there's always something to be found in it because mm. every day is a school day mm. when it comes to songwriting and, most importantly, what you get from your body of work. And I think it's about dropping your shoulders and a celebration. I, I use those words when I go into that world because it's already tried and tested. The public love it. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. It's no yeah, like, yeah. you know, how, oh, here's my new song. So everybody, you re instantly connect with a different part of your brain because you're thinking, right, do I like this? It's a different it's a different experience. Whereas this is just like... Entertainment. There Entertainment. you go. Entertainment. You know, and it's like, oh, we fell in love with that. Or, yes. or more importantly, oh, Angel Eyes was number one. That was a song that was at, uh, in the charts when my daughter was born or when we get married. It was when and, your daughter was born. Was yeah, it? Well, yes. no, I'm just saying that. No, you know? it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't no, no, I'm okay, just right, saying right. that that's what it oh, was it like. Be. You know, yes, when, yes, yes, when, yes, when, yes, for yes. audience members. And yeah. that's the sort of thing that songs do. Yeah. It's, a, it's a three and a half minutes of escapism. It's a backdrop for when real life's unfolding. Now, this song you're going to sing for us. Aye. Uh, America. Oh, fantastic. So what, what, where is that in your life? Well, when I was a wee boy, uh, I always remember coming across this song and uh, 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 this album because your, your, your parents' record collection is your first port of call. And uh, every house that I seemed to visit in the early 70s seemed to always have a, a copy of their greatest hits. And when I first heard uh, the body of work of uh, Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel, blew my mind. Mm. Blew Amazing my mind. song. Make your way over there. Yeah, we'll do it. So Marty's making his way over to the singing microphone as opposed to the talking microphone. And uh, we have Grant on keyboards and Al on guitar. Right. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Marty Powell singing America. With the faces 
She said the man in the gabardine suit was a spy And I said be careful his bow tie is really a camera Toss me a cigarette, I think there's one in my raincoat We smoked the last one an hour ago So I looked at the scenery She read a magazine And the moon rose over RTE, the Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Yeah, so uh, tickets are on sale, ticketmaster.ie, March 10th, as I said, Sunday night. Um, Marty Pello popped in, sold out with the RTE Concert Orchestra. Yeah. Uh, now, the next song you're going to do is called Journey. And the Journey, I. Yeah, and it's your song. Yeah. And yeah. It's about your life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the thing about it is that um, I wanted to write a, a song that, uh, give, that gives you a wee insight in my journey of sobriety. You know, because, uh, you know, that I'll be, uh, you know, I am an addict and uh, I wanted to uh, put that in about, I wanted to talk about it through song. I talk about it quite a lot because mm. and, and, people are genuinely interested in how I've, how I've navigated that period in my life. And I wanted it to do it in, by, in song, uh, you know, because when I, when, I dis- uh, when I had that epiphany moment in, in, my, in my life where I was going to get, uh, start to get knowledge about the disease of addiction, then I, I went on a journey. Mm. You know, pure and simple as that. You know, and I, 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 you know, it started in in California and I, through Sacramento and then right over uh, over the mountains and into and uh, Arizona and and I ended up uh, getting help with a lot of guys who 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 came out of the Vietnam War and uh, they they set up a group about dealing with addiction because when they came out and tried to reintegrate themselves back into society in the early seventies, uh, you know, the, 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 they deemed a lot of problems through. through 
PTSD, you know, post-traumatic. Mm. Uh, uh, and, and he spoke in a way about how to deal with addiction that, uh, that really resonated with me. And uh, that was the start of me getting myself better. Uh, what did they say? Well, they spoke to me in a way that wasn't, uh, I wasn't in a place like, uh, it looked like a five-star hotel. And, uh, you know, uh, it was very simple. They spoke to me directly and uh, uh, in a way that they weren't interested in anything about uh, if I was a pop star or because addiction isn't fussy who breaks bread with, you know, a housewife out in Valium or a postman with a nasty whiskey problem. Mm. They just saw the man in, the, the man in, in a raw state and mm. they knew how to... To, to, to put switches on me, to, to get to me. You had been in the Priory, and I was looking at, this is, it's 25 years now since yeah, 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 you yeah. were hospitalised. Yeah, that's then, right. Yeah, yeah. About this time of the year, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very much so. Uh, Valentine's Day. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, Valentine's Day was, uh, you know, uh, 26 years ago was the last time I, that I, I took heroin. Right. Not, not that Valentine's Day to me is about love, you know, but I mean, it's not that particularly, oh, it's Valentine's Day, we better acknowledge my addiction because I do that every day anyway. But uh, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, that's, that, that was the day that uh, I decided to get myself sober. Yeah, because uh, you, you had just this amazing life, one of the biggest bands in the UK, Wet Wet sure, Wet, sure. Uh, Top of the Pops, 26 yeah. hits, yeah, 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 yeah. played Wembley Stadium, yeah. you know, all of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And for some of that, huh? you were on heroin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so the buzz, that buzz of singing your songs, mm -hmm. appearing in front of all those mm -hmm. adoring fans, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. was completely... Overshadowed. You, overshadowed by Overshadowed by that. And that shows you what addiction is. Yeah. Because you're powerless over it. Because it becomes your norm. You know, you're, you're trying to... That's the thing, you know, if, you, if you've not got a problem, your relationship with alcohol or drugs isn't the case. You know, it's nonchalant. Yeah. Then it's quite hard for you to fathom that. Yeah. But if you... If you look at it from the point of view, uh, uh, you can't from an addict because it's we're not, it's not wired right. We're not thinking right. Okay. You know what I mean? It, it, it's the boss, not you. Mm. So you're always living under the shadow of it. So how you interact with people and how you go about your life is, is clouded by it. So that in itself is weird. But once you get knowledge about it, then you can park it up or you can... You can become the boss. Right. And you've been the boss for 26 years Absolutely, now, man. I'm rolling. Absolutely no century. But just those lads, I'm interested in those lads, those vets, and they'd gone through PTSD. Ah, yes. So, so they were, and, and you used this word, I saw a documentary, you used the word numb. So they were yeah. numbing themselves from the, the yeah. horror. The they, horror of the, it all. Of, of Vietnam. You know, that at that point at the end of the Vietnam War, the, 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 like the, the amount of people on death row, I think it was 70% of them were vets. Right. You know, when they were trying to reintegrate themselves back into society, they'd been absolutely just cut off and expected to just go right back in there and Horrific. live a normal life. Yes. And how they dream with that. And there was no infrastructure then, the way it is now. And so to make sense of your addiction then, yeah. because your sort of trauma, if you like, because uh, they talk about trauma now, was fame, was it? That, well, was, I, 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 I think... That's too easy. Is it? I right? think. I th see, for me, I, I think it was the way the the culture that I grew up with. You know, the big pub culture. Uh, uh, I think I was always going to be. If I had an ice cream, I liked the way it made me feel. If I sang a song, I liked the way it made me feel. Right. If I took a drug, I liked the way right. it made me right. feel. And and I think youth and arrogance thinks as a heady combo that you'll say this will never happen to me. Mm. I'm no different from that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's it. And once you understand that. That's how I, that's how I was wired. I think I was always going to be like that. And, and but what what you do is how you navigate it, and that and how and that's what makes how it's not what defines you. It's how you navigate okay, these yeah. things. And when you look back, say at photographs or clips of of top of the pops appearances or, uh -huh. or live things, can you see? Would you know by looking at it where you are in your 
addiction well, journey? Well, no, for me it was all, you know, uh, that was maybe up to the last maybe five or ten years. Of I can honestly say, I mean, my hand in my heart, you know, I always had a drink. You know, yeah, it was yes. always, it started with alcohol, you yeah. know, and it was always, like, yeah, I have a couple of pints. And then you suddenly realise that you've had a couple of pints, but it's been seven days you've had a couple ah, of pints. Right. And then you go, oh, well, hold on, I know, it's like five years. And then you think, oh, well, maybe that's something that... Is that a problem? Yeah. And then yeah. suddenly, you know. Because the way the world, well, some of the world looks at addiction now has changed since you. Absolutely. Hasn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. And I think it's about knowledge. See, if you get knowledge and an understanding uh, to be able to, uh, I'm not saying it should be in the curriculum or anything like that, but knowledge is a great thing, mm. you know, that, that you can say, look, if this, uh, if you do X, Y, Z, this is going to happen. Yeah. And take all the mystique away from it. You know, it's all like, oh, it's the thing that's in the cupboard. And, and so you're naturally drawn you know, say, oh, you can't have a drink until you're 18. And, 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 and But you look at in France and other places where, 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 where the, the cafe culture, they take all the power away. It's not elusive. Yeah. Whereas over here, it's like, okay, well, when I was growing up, you had from 5 o'clock to 10 o'clock, and then the, then the pubs closed. So at quarter to 10, everybody was going, give me 25 <laughs> halves and 400 book pints of lager, you know, before the, the, it went to 10 o'clock. So and there was a whole do, education. It's about educating. Do people seek you out? People, addicts, do they seek you out and ask you advice? No, no, I just go about my business. You just go about your business. Yeah, right. And we have a conversations. I can talk just as much about art and music yeah. as, I, as I can. Well, let, let's change the subject then. Sure. Because you have a lovely relationship with Ireland. Indeed, uh, I do. I remember the first time I met you, we had a long chat, and I was I was taken aback at how much you knew about Ireland. Yeah. You spend a good bit of time here. Aye, because, you know, I, uh, I, I, but I have this always thing going with my Irish buddies, that, uh, especially when it comes to music, because the Irish always try and grab all the best songs. <laughs> <laughs> you always say, oh, no, that's an Irish song. I'll say, no, that's a Scottish song. <laughs> but I think the thing that connects me here is uh, we're all cut from the same stone. And, uh, and, and I find great reference points. It's very familiar to me, you know, especially the way that we look at religion, the way that we look at family, these uh, sense of community, all those things that we hold dear to our hearts. Yeah. And, and I see that in Ireland and I see it in Scotland. So I'm like, hey, I'm amongst my own, yeah. really. Uh, and, and the... You know, the scenery is much the same, isn't it? Well, that's just... Like Ireland is just slightly nicer than Scotland, Well, no, you will always live under the shadow. We have a wee bit more mountain action. You know, you have you have many colours of green. We have mountains yeah, yeah, and haggis. Yeah. And right. we, did, we did invent whiskey, but I think you've kind of got dibs on that as I, well, I was, I was looking at the traitors. I don't know if you've seen it on the BBC. It's, it's filmed in a castle in Scotland. Aye, up by Inverness. And Scotland looks amazing in it. It's just absolutely... Yeah. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, I... I, I me and me and Grant always go up to that particular part every year to do a little bit of writing and just sit there. Yeah. And sometimes we just look out the window and it's just like, aye. And there comes a time, there comes a time in Glasgow, what we call uh, in Scotland, what we call the gloaming. You know, when that 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 bit when it's God's light, with the sun, the sun's about to drop out the sky and it goes that beautiful golden colour, and then the, the skies go biblical. And sometimes you just you actually just stop and take a breath. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. It's a great feel to do that. It's great, and yeah, and yeah, and I, I, maybe it's because I'm getting a wee bit older. But you, you just take that, and then you go, "Oh, aye, yeah, aye." The big fellow upstairs <laughs> knew what he was doing when he put that together. Yeah, right. Journey, their journey, their journey, their journey. Over you go. Yeah, I think it's his first time I've ever sang it in radio. Is Wait. it? Ah, oh, world exclusive, world exclusive. Aye. Marty oh. Pella singing the journey. There we go from Studio Eight.
They say that home is where the heart is But the heart is hard to find When your ceiling's made of starlight Lady Moon seems so unkind I see the firelight through the window But it doesn't warm my hands In the snow, in the snow, in the snow I took the wrong direction Wondered of my mightest plan Those stepping stones were fragments That had left this broken man But the kindness of the strangers Helped me get up off my knees Let me go, let me go, let me go Sierra, Nevada called to me. Crossing Sacramento, my mind is taken back to the outline of the angels in the snow outside the shack. To the place where I was lifted up And set back on my path Let me grow, let me grow, let me grow So we all share our hope and aspiration And from under the sky My Sierra Thanks, Grant and Al. Grant on keyboard and uh, Al on guitar. And that was The Journey. I was just looking at all the hits that uh, Wet 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 uh, had over yeah. the years. And you were hits. And 
you have done musical theatre. Oh, yeah, yeah, Very yeah, successfully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, come on. The logical, like, the logical next step is wet, wet, wet the musical. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'd be, I'd be lying if I hadn't been suggested, you right, know. And I yes. think, you know, some of these songs do lend themselves to, yeah. uh, would lend themselves to that treatment. Especially when you look at songs like Wishing I Was Lucky, which came out of, uh, we grew up in Claybank, which was famous for its shipbuilding, etc. And it was a very industrialised city. And when I left school, uh, the options available to me for apprenticeships and had all gone. We were no longer building those big ocean liners like the Queen Mary and the QE2. They'd all gone. And uh, we saw, through music, became our vocation in life. And uh, Wishing I Was Lucky was it's basically about our, our, our friends that were torn from our community and had to go to London and uh, to get work. And, and uh, it was breaking down our community. There you go. That's the first song. He goes down to London. Then he meets the, all the angel eyes. He meets, angel. Oh, he, see he meets angel eyes then. And uh, are you, try to, you, you try to pitch to me here, innit, Ray? There's a, bigger, there's a bigger thing going here. Jeez, it's not a bad story. I'm going, aye, aye, aye. Maybe you should write it, Ray. No, I, For I no money, obviously. I think most people in RT will steer clear of musicals <laughs> for quite some time. <laughs> but, but, so it has been suggested, but you never well, know. Well, I think it's, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, I think yeah. it's uh, all these things. They're great pop songs. They're great pop songs that yeah. people that people enjoy. And yeah. I think that, you know, to be able to do that, I, I'm all for those things. You know, I, I love um, uh, the Kinks musical. Yeah. Uh, I haven't I seen just, that one. Uh, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. It's great. And, and and I love it, you know, like We Will Rock You, and they take these wonderful songs and they weave them into a story. And yeah. I think it's, it's another yeah, medium that's to be embraced. Um, okay, so just 1% will do me. That's fine. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, so the 10th of March, Sunday night, um, and uh, Ticketmaster.ie. It's Marty Pello, popped in, sold out with the RT Concert Orchestra, and there's loads of other hits as well. It's a night of entertainment. Bring your dancing shoes. Bring your dancing shoes. And you know what? It's March the 10th, and it's Mother's Day. Yeah, uh, take it for your mommy. Go, there you go. Sorted. Marty, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Mind Rick. yourself. Mind yourself. God bless. Yeah, Marty Powell, lovely man. And it's Josh and the Peace Skelton and Oak Trail at Court to Wallace.